Wisdom Ways is all about living from the true power of who you are. Marianne Williamson once said, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. If that is true, then how can we let go of those fears and become one with our authentic power? Speaking from personal experience, insights, and stories of awareness, Richard Schultz, spiritual healer and guide, invites you to take a courageous journey with him to finally let go of your deepest fears and embrace inner power beyond measure. Get prepared to travel to the inner spaces that will expand your awareness, freedom, and mastery of life. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. I'm your host, Richard Schultz, and this is the second show in what I trust will be a rewarding journey into claiming your authentic power. In the last podcast, we talked about personal power, what it is, and how to own and embrace your authentic power. We talked about seven steps towards claiming your power, which we'll come back to again and again in these podcasts. But we're going to go even deeper than that as this journey evolves and enriches. Today, I was going to make the whole program about the power of the mind and break down how aligning our mind gives us power. However, life has an interesting way of changing minds, and that's what happened to me. I at least partially changed my mind on what this show is going to be about. The first half of this podcast is going to be about the power of powerlessness. As crazy as that might sound. It will give you a vision of where we're going to take this incredible journey into the wholeness of our authentic power. In the second half of this podcast, I'm going to go back to talking about the power of mind. Let me tell you the cool story that changed my mind somewhat on what the theme of this podcast was going to be about today. It seems that no matter how much personal work we've done in our lives, life has its challenges and circumstances that can throw us into a rut or get us feeling stuck. Well, life threw me one of those zingers just the other day, and I ended up going into a poor me mood. Have you ever had a pity party? I was having one of those. You see... I'm going through some of my own life transitions, and for the most part, I've been doing really well and capturing some amazing gifts of power through the whole transition. I've been grateful for it. But then the other day, I got stuck in the poor me. So I took a break from the work I was doing to see what I could do to shift this mood. I couldn't put my finger on what I was doing or being that was draining my power in this poor me. So I went for a walk to contemplate this. It's strange how life works sometimes. Just when we declare that we're going to stand for something or teach something to others, we get the teachings ourselves. Through this podcast series, I decided to teach about claiming authentic power And suddenly, I was confronted with an interesting aspect of where I was not embracing some of my own power. Teaching is also about learning, and teachers usually find that through their teaching, they're actually engaged in learning more about their topic and teaching themselves. I guess that's what I'm doing here in these podcasts, learning myself. No great surprise. So, 
In my usual way, I first tried to identify the source of the feeling I was having. As I was walking, surprisingly, the word that came to me was actually powerless. So I'm here having a podcast about being powerful and what I'm not claiming or what I need to claim is powerless. Interesting. I was feeling powerless. I instantly knew that the solution to shift my mood was actually to embrace that I was powerless and that I had lost power by avoiding and hating being powerless. I know that sounds crazy to you at this stage of the podcast, but it is an amazing example of what our journey to authentic power is all about. To reclaim our power, as you will learn in future podcasts, we need to even turn towards energies that we hate or can't stand or trigger us in order to claim the hidden power that was lost there. With all my personal work over the years, I realized that I had never embraced being powerless. In fact, I hated being powerless. I had embraced all kinds of energies, including victim energy, but never the energy of powerless. I had always fought against this. Let me explain a bit, because I don't want to lose you. We've jumped away ahead of ourselves, and I wasn't planning on getting into these kinds of conversations for about three or four podcasts from now. Remember, the first podcasts when we talked about the dreams of going into rooms and secret chambers under my house? Well, those rooms were a metaphor for places where I'd lost my power, and I was going on an adventure to open those rooms and claim the power and gifts that were in them. In these rooms are different energies or sources of different kinds of power. In these rooms were energies that I had lost or disowned. These energies were both what I might consider light and as dark. It's easy to understand how energies like love, joy, gratitude, worthiness, innocence are good things to claim, and we know they give us a sense of personal power. What's not so easy to grasp is that what we consider dark about ourselves or others also have power, and if we don't own them, then we are incomplete and not in our whole authentic power. If we hate those parts, or suppress them, or disown them, they will never leave us alone. They will show up in our projections onto others, in our experiences in the world, and in our weaker moments, we may even become them. There is no way to escape this unless we actually embrace them. It also takes a lot of energy trying to fight these energies which we consider bad or dark. For example, If you hate anger, you will attract angry people or angry situations. That suppressed anger within you has the potential of even turning into violence. You've all heard of road rage. This is suppressed or unowned anger. When you own anger or accept it, then anger's power is available to you with loving choice when you need it. Anger chosen is a great energy to hold our boundaries with others. If you say no with authentic owned power of anger, then there is no mistaking what you mean. Anger is part of being powerful when it is used with love 
rather than through the ego or from our wounds. Anger from our wounds is triggered anger, and it's from a subconscious pattern and not loving choice. Going back to my story, I realized that I'd always hated the idea of being powerless, and that if all the other rooms I've explored up until now had given me back some of my power, no matter how dark they seemed, then even powerlessness must also be powerful. I only needed to discover how that was true in order to claim it. So you thought this podcast was about claiming your power. It is. There is power in powerlessness, strange as that may seem, and I found it. That's what we call integrating our wholeness or shadow work. I had suddenly discovered one of my shadows, powerlessness. In my usual way of processing shadow, and you'll learn more about this in future podcasts, I did the following. First, I turned towards the feeling of powerlessness and fully felt it without holding back. Second, I investigated where and when I had rejected being powerless in my early life and forgave that. Third, I contemplated how rejecting powerless had been useful to me in my life up until now. For example, it gave me independence and the power to push towards my goals and to take care of my needs without relying on others. It made me so much of who I am today with my strong independence and somewhat stubborn nature. I found that I could be grateful for rejecting being powerless all of this time. I had done nothing wrong by rejecting this part of me. It seemed natural. My experience of fighting powerlessness had helped me develop certain powerful capacities that I did own. What I did after that was contemplated how being powerless could be actually useful to me now if I embraced it. This is what I always do in my process when claiming wholeness and power. When I went into this discovery, I had some great insights and shifts. If I embraced powerless, then I could let go of trying to control things or change things that were not within my power to change or control. Perhaps you've heard the serenity prayer. It goes like this. God, grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. If I embraced being powerless, I could surrender. I could let go and let God. Remember my story in the first podcast where I said how hard it was for me to surrender. The most amazing experience in my life happened because I felt powerless and completely surrendered to a higher power. But in that situation, I had been driven to the depths of despair before I would give up my power. By embracing powerlessness, in the future I could let go of what I could not change and life would be a whole lot easier if I let go of that resistance. Powerlessness allows me to easily fall into acceptance and surrender. Our ego tends to have power, 
but it doesn't. It lies to us. The ego tells us that it has the power to change situations, even when it doesn't. Authentic power does not reside with the ego. And when we realize the ego has no real power at all and embrace powerlessness, at least of the ego, we get greater access to our true power, the power of choice and our divine power. So with these discoveries, I embraced powerlessness and then surrendered. I began to pray and connect with spirit in the attitude of acceptance, gratitude, and surrender. And then, a small miracle happened. I saw a bird. It looked something like a woodpecker, a little smaller, sharp beak, and it was about five meters away from me in the trees. An inner voice told me to lift my hand up and call this wild bird. Immediately, the bird flew over and landed in my hand. (laughs) Instantly, my pity party was concluded, and I fell into tears of joy and gratitude. I had reached out for help in the attitude of full surrender, powerless to change what my circumstances were, and I received a divine encouragement I needed. There is authentic power within all of us that has the power to move the mountains of our lives and connect in profound and loving ways with all of creation. But this power is not of the ego. It does not need to force things. It is more akin to acceptance, letting go, love, joy, worth, truth, and freedom. It has a higher sense to it and resides in the now not in the past or future. In this higher sense of power, synchronicity, miracles, and flow are the norm. In my podcast plan, I had no intention of taking you to this level of understanding the work at this stage. I wanted to teach you about a bunch of other things first, which are important as a base of understanding. However, I'm grateful for this new story because it allowed us to Fast forward briefly to give you a vision of where we're going on this journey with power and wholeness. I have a ton of other stories to tell you about in this profound journey into claiming all of our dark and all of our light and the power within it all. It's time for us to take a short break. When we return, we will look further into what you can do to discover how you are losing aspects of your own power. In the second half of this podcast, we're going to talk about the mind. See you after the break. You're busy. Your life is hectic. But if you take just a few minutes every day for yourself, you can improve your relationships, health, success, and self-esteem. All you need to do is join Richard Schultz for his online course, The Refreshing Beliefs Method. You'll learn how to release fears and how to use your whole mind to achieve your goals toward a better life. Join Richard Schultz online today at refreshingbeliefs.com. Get back in charge of your life. That's online at refreshingbeliefs.com. Welcome back to the second half of Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. Before the break, 
we talked about powerlessness and how I gain power by embracing powerlessness. This is shadow work. We also talked about ego power and how the ego is powerless to change things. Ego will lie to us, tell us it is powerful, but it is not the authentic power that is within us. You heard from my story that to find true power, there is often a surrendering or letting go of control of things that we cannot change. In the surrender, we can get greater insights into the truth. Now, we're going to talk about levels of power in terms of the mind. We're going to talk about the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the superconscious mind. You've had some exposure to those already in my story. There are other levels of mind too, like the collective mind, or what we call collective consciousness, or even the collective unconscious. But we'll leave those minds to another topic in the future. In my story, you noticed me using the central power of making a decision, a choice. Choice comes from the conscious mind. As human beings, this is where our power is. Earlier in our evolution, our subconscious mind owned all the power and controlled most of our lives. To a large extent, it still does. About 90 to 95% of what we do is about subconscious habit. The powerful subconscious mind runs habitual programs or beliefs that we received earlier in life. These beliefs create our behaviors and act as filters on what we experience in our world. This happens whether these programs are healthy or not, empowering or disempowering. We repeat old patterns, get lost in limiting emotions, or don't step into doing certain things we want because of subconscious beliefs that work against us or seem to limit our choices. The subconscious mind has been measured at a million times more powerful than our conscious mind. So basically, if we try to use willpower, which comes from the conscious mind, then we usually fail. Willpower is usually not enough to overcome the habits of the subconscious mind. Instead of trying to push through a new habit, which, which is like trying to push a train sometimes, a better strategy is to reprogram the limiting subconscious beliefs, and let the subconscious mind just run the new empowering program. The problem is, most people don't know how to reprogram their limiting subconscious beliefs and therefore feel trapped in old patterns that they don't like but feel powerless to change. What limiting behaviors do you have that, try as you might, you cannot seem to change? Have you tried to lose weight, but then just gain it all back? Do you get triggered by certain people or events again and again? Do you have patterns of fear or anxiety that just won't go away? What else? If our subconscious has been programmed with not good enough or not worthy or not lovable, then we will behave that way and will attract or notice experiences that justify those thoughts as true, even when they are not. If we want to own our power of choice, then we need to choose to reprogram our subconscious mind to support our goals. 
The problem is most people don't know how to do this or they forget to do it or they do not know that they need to do that. Instead, they resort to willpower or just give up. They feel powerless. But in this case, the feeling of powerlessness is not about the things that cannot be changed, but the things that can, if they only knew how. Let me give you an example of this in a quick story of a friend of mine. My friend had a phobia of cotton batten. You know that fuzzy cotton that gets stuffed into the top of pill bottles or vitamin bottles. She had an intense fear of this. She couldn't go near it. If she knew it was in the same room as her, she would get a panic attack or need to get someone to take it out of the room. No matter what she did, she could not, using willpower, change these circumstances. It was a subconscious program that was limiting her. And she happened to be a death examiner and had to go into people's homes to actually investigate death and sometimes to have to open these bottles. And she'd have to give these bottles to a policeman or someone around her to say, hey, can you open this and make sure there's no, no this cotton batten in the bottle? Because if, if it was there, she would get a panic attack. Well, she was an intelligent woman. She knew consciously that this was not dangerous, but her subconscious mind had this program. Just like we all have programs in our life that seem to prevent us, no matter what we do, from taking action in our lives or changing circumstances. We need to change the subconscious program if we're going to move ahead, because willpower often isn't enough. Well, we change this belief for this woman, for this friend of mine, and it instantly changed. Everything around it changed. She was off at work and she grabbed the bottle, uh, opened the top of it, pulled out the cotton batten, and then realized what she had done. Even all her protection mechanisms, like giving the bottle to someone else, was gone. This is the power of the subconscious mind and beliefs when we're running new empowering beliefs on automatic. Dramatic, miraculous change seems to happen when we have empowering beliefs that are supporting us rather than limiting us. We've all been programmed. Most of the subconscious programs are useful ones or we wouldn't be here today. However, some programs, like the fear of cotton batten, are not that useful. The subconscious mind thinks it is protecting us and keeping us safe in these moments, but it's not. It's just faulty programming or a virus in this powerful supercomputer of the subconscious mind. We all have lots of these viruses that can be cleaned up if we only knew how. I'd love to tell you right now how you could rapidly and effectively reprogram your subconscious beliefs and emotions. But unfortunately, it's not so simple to explain in this podcast format. If you'd like to learn how, I invite you to check out my extensive online e-course called Refreshing Beliefs that you'll find on my website. Or if you have a certain belief that you need help changing now, just book an appointment with me. I'd love to help you out. The subconscious has served us well and still does. 
It is powerful, and it creates reality on automatic for us. It protects us. As I said, it will run upwards of 90 or more of our life experience on automatic unless we choose to intervene with awareness and choice from the conscious mind. If we do not use the awareness and choice-making of the conscious mind, then life is like living in a trance. If we do not choose to be aware, then our life is only a dream for which we have no control. We might feel like a victim of life rather than the co-creator of life, at least in some areas where we have some limiting subconscious programs running. But what would it be like to be lucid in this trance or dream of life? Instead of just watching the film of life go by without any impact, what if you could actually be awake in the dream and influence the dream moment by moment? Consider for a moment your nighttime sleeping dreams. What if you could be aware that you are dreaming while you're dreaming and then shape your dream world as a co-creation rather than being a mere character in the dream? What if you could control your sleeping dreams so that the dream is not happening to you, but from you? Some people can actually do this. You can train yourself to be awake in your sleeping dreams. But you can also train yourself to be awake in the waking dream of life. But it takes some practice. Spiritual circles call it awakening, or awareness, or consciousness. Consciousness is the stage of evolution where humans are now. We are being called to be aware and awake of who we truly are and our authentic power. Consciousness is a function of our conscious mind. It is the seat of our power, but we need to choose and practice it. Back to my earlier story, I noticed a subconscious program happening and an emotion of powerlessness taking over me and disturbing my life dream. Since it was automatic, I knew it was in my subconscious and that I was playing an old program that was not empowering me. I investigated the feeling of powerlessness by turning towards it and feeling it and watching it until it gave me insight and understanding and it finally shifted. I also chose to connect with the superconscious mind or the spirit mind within me. I surrendered and asked for its support. Then I chose to follow the directions I received from that inner voice, which was to reach out my hand to receive a beautiful gift from spirit, the bird landing on my hand. In my process of change, I chose to be aware of my feeling of powerlessness I decided and intended to investigate where it was coming from and shift and release the energy. I chose to ask my superconscious mind for insight and support. I then received the support and insights from the superconscious mind. I worked with the subconscious. I honored it and what it was trying to do for me. I embraced the part of me that I did not like and found its gift of power. I chose to act on the guidance of spirit, and reached out my hand to receive the symbolic touch of a bird. The whole experience lifted my spirits, and I gained power in powerlessness. The feedback of the bird reminded me not to try to control everything, 
there are times to just let go, ask and receive from higher power. I decided to take the lessons from this and be more conscious of putting surrender into practice in my life. You can see from this description that each step involves a choice and decision. That is why power resides in choices and decisions. Here, in this experience of life, we are experiencing, among other things, the use of the power of choice. No matter what is going on in our lives, there are choices. If you do not feel you have a choice, then you are giving away your power. Try talking to a coach or a mentor to help you expand your choices, and you will have expanded power. Then step into your decision and take the appropriate action. You will notice in these examples that to make effective change in our lives, it is all about using the appropriate power of all the minds and aligning them to our goals. The conscious mind has the power of choice. The subconscious mind has the power of habit and is a million times more powerful than the conscious mind in helping us manifest our goals automatically. We want the subconscious mind on our side with supporting beliefs and emotions rather than beliefs that are working against us. We can choose to reprogram the subconscious with these empowering beliefs. We also want to align with the superconscious spirit mind. This mind has the power of knowing and has infinite power to change even what we cannot change from the human physical aspect. To access this power, we ask, surrender, and receive. On my website, wisdomways.net, you'll find lots of possibilities to learn how to access your authentic power. Check out my free program, Being Powerful, that will expand on what I have taught here. In my Refreshing Beliefs e-course or workshop, you can learn how to reprogram limiting beliefs so that your goals are powerfully supported by your subconscious mind and that all your mind is aligned with your goals. And there's my Restoring Love program, my most powerful program of all, which trains you on how to go into those hidden rooms to gain access to the wholeness of your authentic power, just like I did with the feeling of powerlessness in my first story. In ending, I invite you to examine your current life. Where are you feeling stuck or trapped? What goals seem difficult to reach no matter how hard you try? Is it a pattern? If it is a pattern, then it is likely coming from limiting beliefs in your subconscious. Consider what those beliefs are and also surrender to your higher consciousness. Ask and receive the power and wisdom that resides there. Reach out your hand and receive the touch of grace that you deserve. If you need any assistance, please feel free to contact me. Email me, ring me up, or make an appointment with me. You'll find me at www.wisdomways.net. Thank you for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power here on the TLRstation.com, powered by Tenacious Living International, where it's all about 
living outside the box. Have a great day, everyone. Are you ready to claim your authentic power? Visit www.wisdomways.net slash power to gain instant access to Richard's free video course on being powerful. And if Richard said something today that truly impacted you and you'd like to talk with him further about it, please connect with him directly at 403-247-8042. Thanks for listening to Wisdom Ways. Have a great day. Talk with you next week.